Alright. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Daily Time Ticket. Today is December 20... 20? 20th. Today's the 20th. Five days till Christmas. Whoa! Five days till Christmas. Five days till old... Old... Uh, what, what is Santa Claus's actual name? Saint Noel? Is this, is his first name Noel? I think his first name is... I think it's Noel Claus. Old Noel Claus is gonna strap up, put put the bags, put the put the presents in the bag, fucking wrap that baby up, put get a get on his red sleigh, put the reindeers to work, fucking deliver some presents. Hell yeah, ready for that. Uh, today's today's guest is Jessica Lincona. Uh, had a great time talking to her. We had a we had a we had a good conversation about restaurants in the area. Uh, she is an avid reviewer of restaurants. Uh, as well as what she's doing for work, uh, she was working for a horde degree to get a paralegal associates in paral and uh, and being a paralegal. Had a great time talking to her, and it was a fun conversation. So, we'll let you guys get to that here in a bit. But before we get into that, gotta let you guys know about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Pocatello Station Square. Pocatello Station Square is the spot to be if you have a business that you want to grow, work on, uh, become something else. There's plenty of office space here. And this is a, just a dope freaking building. There's a bunch of cool things around here you can just check out. Uh, there's Grandma's Pantry, Taste of Hawaii. There's the Crystal Shop, Razor's Edge, I think it's called. And then you got Blade Salon. There's just plenty of cool things here for you to check out and do. So... Come on down to Pocatello Station Square. Every Saturday, there is a farmer's market. And every single um, Saturday, no, every single Thursday, they have a open mic night. So come on down and check that out. We might also be moving studios here soon. So the, the podcast will no longer be brought to you by Station Square. We're going to be in the Valentine building in a brand new studio. So... Yeah, future guests. That'll be fun. It's a bigger studio, more equipment. We might even do video. Who knows? Who fucking knows? A lot a lot in store for us in 2023, and I'm excited. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm round of applause for the great and powerful Jessica Nicole. <laughs> To the daily time ticket, Jessica. How are you? How <laughs> you been? What have you I'm been up so to? Good. I have been up to a lot, actually. Yeah, you were living in Twin Falls, but now you're not. What uh, what were you doing in Twin Falls? I lived in Twin Falls a while ago. Mm -hmm. I moved back to Idaho Falls like in 2019. Okay. And yeah, well, I like it now. I like it for now. I might move back to Twin. I don't know. What 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 uh what don't you like about Idaho Falls? What's turning you off about IF? Well, the snow. Snow. There's a lot more snow down here in Twin. I feel like it's hotter, so there's more rain and less. Yeah, but it's really windy. I have something against like that part of the state for you some live reason. In Pocatello. Pocatello is so windy. No, it ain't. Yes, it is. We got it's mountains like right everywhere. Off the there's, there's a mountain right there. There's a mountain right there. It keeps the wind from coming at you okay. all the time. Well, there's nothing wrong with Idaho Falls. I like, you know, where I work right now, and I like being close to my family, but for whatever reason, I just like Twin Falls better. 
just kind of farther away from home and you just don't want to be around just, Eastern Idaho. I don't like to be Grew seen. up here. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be I don't want to get stuck here. Yeah. I don't want to be one of those people that live there forever. Are you one of those people? I am one of those okay. people. I love right. this area. I don't know why so many people give it, like, they just that mad dog it. They're like, dude, this place fucking sucks. There's nothing here to do. It's like, there's plenty here to do. There is a lot. You just to do. have to go out and find it. Exactly. There's a lot of outdoor stuff to do. So, are I you agree an outdoorsy person? Do you like the outdoors? I'm an indoor house cat kind of person. Indoor type of gal? <laughs> yes. Escape rooms and movies. Mm, I've never done an escape room. You haven't? But movies, I feel like yes. you would kill it in an escape room. I feel like you just have a, an abundance of knowledge that you could just draw on to uh, solve any escape room. Uh, probably. Or, I'd, yeah, I'd figure a way out. So what do you do? At, in, so in, in Twin Falls, what, what were you doing over there? You were going to school, right? Yes. I moved there to go to school. I didn't do so well with school. No? Why <laughs> so not? So I was just kind of sick of it. You know, like, okay, I went back to school in 2019 here in Idaho Falls at the CEI. And this time around, I've done so much better because I want to be there. And I'm doing something that I love, and I'm learning a lot of cool stuff, like, related to my career. Mm. Whereas when I was 18 and I started going to CSI, I... I just went to go, you know, like everyone else was going to school, so I went. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll figure something out. You fell for the trap. Yeah. Everybody falls for that trap. Well, I like, fell oh, for that you trap. You gotta go to school because that's the next logical move. Yes. And so I thought I would be, um, well, back then I thought I would be like a dental assistant, you know, and then I started signing up for these classes that were like actual classes about teeth yeah. and dental hygiene and weird stuff that I had no interest in learning teeth about. Teeth gross? Was, was it gross? I didn't make it, it that far. I didn't even register for the classes after I read the description. I was like, yeah, no. So I did communications. I started that. And it was cool, but I just wasn't about it. I wasn't focused. I was working part-time, so I was like, I, it wasn't a priority mm -hmm. is the difference. And now that I'm older and I went back... It's different. I just, I like it a lot more. Do you think, do you think you have like ADD? No. <laughs> and you just couldn't concentrate? No. I honestly think, okay, I, when I turned 25, I felt like a whole shift. Like my frontal lobes finally connected. Finally Is developed. the only way I can describe yeah. it. Because I used to do a lot of reckless things. I used to be just kind of carefree. I moved there. I didn't even have a backup plan. You know, sometimes I'd only have like 200 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I was fine. And I was living it up. I just, I didn't care. I didn't have like a sense of fear. You had that spirit, the young I spirit. I just had this reckless soul <laughs> and I was like, whatever happens, it happens. Like, you mm -hmm. know, and now I'm so much more careful and I'm so much more disciplined and I'm so much more aware of what can happen. So. And that shift happened at 25. Yeah. Was it like an overnight thing or was there other things that caused you to just m make you like snap into that? Too mature. Too yeah. mature. Yeah, of course. Uh, that's like the difference between a boy and a man and then also like a girl and a woman, right? Yeah. That's probably the maturity aspect of what we're talking about here. It's like yeah. once you know where you're like, man, I can't. I can't be going out every single yeah. weekend because, like, I got to pay bills. This is this is tough. And, and also, like, your health also can't take it anymore. That was for me. That's the reason I can't go out every single weekend. Because you can't hang. It's because, like, <laughs> my body can't. My body literally cannot. Like, if I, ha if I have a hangover now, I am, I'm, I'm out for, like, two days. I will not do anything Sunday. And Monday, I'm still a little 
a little like oh fuck fuzzy do shit now god damn it yeah yeah no you know it wasn't really like drinking or like a crazy lifestyle it was just i look at that age now i look at my brother who's like he just graduated high school and i see the stuff that he spends his money on and the stuff that he likes to do and i'm like i just don't feel the same anymore and i used to relate a lot more like i get it you know Mm. but now i don't I wonder what that is. It could be that when you turn 25, that's when you become, like they say, that's when you really become an adult, right? That's when they say your frontal lobes connect. That's what I've read. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm just reading too much into that, but I felt a, sh- a huge shift. In what aspects of your life did it, like, correct, I guess is what I, what I would say. Ask. Um, I'm not sure how to answer that. I guess I'm not sure what you're asking. Like, what has changed for me? Yeah. Or what made the biggest difference? Yeah. Well, I think 2020. um, Rough year for everybody. Yes. It was a tough one. It was. And I got sent to work from home. I was working for Melaleuca on, like, a call center type Mm -hmm. thing. And part of Melaleuca, how they get you, is that you go to this big, beautiful building and you're dressed nice every day and you feel important. I felt super important there. And I promoted quick and they, you know, they just made me feel valued. Kind of sick way, though, because they didn't really pay very well. They didn't give good raises. It was like working your ass off for a 30 cent raise. Mm -hmm. So they sent us home to work and um, I just didn't like it anymore and I quit. You didn't like working from home? Uh, I've heard the opposite story of that, where people love working from home. I've heard it too. And I believe that some people can do it. But me, I like going somewhere. Like, I like driving there and having the work mindset and then coming home, and that's my place to relax. I didn't like working in the same place where I can sleep and eat and do everything else that I do. Really? So that Hmm. was my experience. I really hated it. I really suffered. And I finally, I was like, I quit. And... um, at that point in my life, I felt super responsible to quit because I have two kids. I have two daughters. Like, life isn't super easy once you are an adult and you have responsibilities. So mm. I felt a little bit of shame, but also I was kind of like, this is a chance for me to do something new, something different. And so I started working. This is, like, embarrassing, though, but I mean... It happened, right? I applied at Chick Fil A <laughs> because I love Chick Fil A. Shout out Chick Fil A, always. The no, best like chicken. for real though, this the was embarrassing chicken. because I was this old, right? And I didn't have a degree, and I didn't have much more choice. So I went to like a Christian-based restaurant. And I was like, I know they'll hire me, like whatever. And while I was there working with other eighteen-year-olds and like being bossed around by a teenager, you know, like mm-hmm. with a headset, I was like, "What is this?" But at least we had masks, so nobody knew how old I was. Mm-hmm. They thought I was a, like a high school kid too, you know. And um, while I was there, I met a really good friend, um, and he like applied at Costco and he applied at a bunch of places. And when I felt like he was gonna quit, I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna do something too." So I applied at a law firm, and. I went to the interview and I was super scared because it was a nice place. It's a swanky little office in Idaho Falls. And the guy that interviewed me, I thought he was the attorney, but he wasn't. It was my boss, Mike, and he's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was, the interview was super informal. So I kind of thought he wasn't going to hire me. Like, he was making jokes. He was just kind of relaxed. I was like, yeah, what's up? What's going on? How you doing? Oh, no. I was like, he already made up his mind. <laughs> like, he's just doing this for the laugh. You know, he's yeah. not going to hire me. And then he did it like they did. They hired me. And 
um, that was like my big, well, that was a big turning point, like you said, for me, because working at a law firm, you can't, you can't be stupid. You can't be playing around, you know, it's a serious job. Mm. So I've been there for like two years and I love it. They take really good care of us. Um, we take good care of our people, like our clients. It's people that get in car crashes or oh, okay. like other injuries, dog bites, work comp, that type of thing. Dog bites? Yeah. Get bit Is by that a, a serious dog. one? Is that a common one? <laughs> it happens. It happens. It's worse when it happens to little kids. I know it happens to like UPS drivers. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I have a cousin that's a UPS driver. Did he and get bit? No, cause, but he's, he's told me stories. He's like, dude, they're so fast. Dogs are like really fast. They are. And then they're incur they're told not to like fight the dogs. They like they're supposed to carry around a little stick. Really? <laughs> yeah. So the oh dogs have to gosh. chew on the stick instead of chew on their leg. That's horrible. Shout out UPS drivers delivering a package at a time. Way yeah. to go. Proud no of you joke. guys. I didn't even know they had that in their training. Yeah, that's, that's a, it's like a common thing, too. <laughs> well, I mean, I get it in, in Idaho, especially. People just let their dogs People just do let their dogs run out. Like, yeah, I got 13 packages coming today. Also, fight my Doberman. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. My, my Rottweiler who protects my house. Yeah, no joke. Or some random dog that just hangs around and nobody owns. Mm-hmm. Those are the best. So shout out the res. <laughs> um, but what was your mentality like? You when you applied for Chick Fil A, did you feel like you were at a low? Oh yeah, for sure. You just a shot to your pride. You were like, man, I never thought I'd be working at Chick Fil A. I Chick Fil A because that was the only place during that time that made me happy. That really? brought me some joy. Like the food, the people were always so nice. It was a the pretty are restaurant. The people really nice. You know, yeah. like. I wanted to work around that. I wanted something that would lift my spirit and kind of get me out of this sad, like, mopey moment of I quit a corporate job and I should have just stuck with it. Mm. But I'm glad I did it because I was brave enough to apply for a field that I actually wanted to work in. And I started, like, as a secretary, but then I got promoted to be a legal assistant and then I went back to school to be a paralegal and that's, I'm almost done with my that's degree now. That's what you're now. doing now. Yeah. And throughout the throughout all of that, you had your two little girls too. Yeah. yeah. How did it feel coming home to them? And then you're like, I'm doing this for you guys. <laughs> I have to do this for you guys. No, it's awesome. I love my kids. I don't have an issue with them. I. No, I'm not saying you had an issue with them. You just like <laughs> extra mode. Yeah, you know, like I hate you guys. I'm fucking have to do this to feed you. I'm no. saying like you came home and you were like, all right, well, this is why I do it. Okay, this is, this the, is the thing why. though. When I worked at Maluka, it was such a headache. My job was such a headache. Mm. that sometimes on the weekends I just wanted to sleep. Like, I just needed to rest. Hey, that's me now. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> what do you do right now? I'm a mechanic. Yeah. So you get it. Like, you're tired. If, yeah. if, whether it's emotional, mental, like, physical, you're exhausted. You just want to sleep for yeah. a few hours. Mm. And when I started working at Chick-fil-A for that month that I was there, as embarrassing as it was, like, I had more energy because I was up on my feet. I was running around. I was doing a bunch of stuff. You know, bosses are teenagers, so you got to do what you got to do. Um, Did you want to punch him? No. You're like, I just. Teenager. It was just an interesting thing, you know. It's a different dynamic. I felt smarter than them. I felt older than <laughs> yeah. them. But I was like, I got more experience than you, bro. Yeah, you teach me how to use this iPad. Like, okay, we're good. We're good. You're like, you can't even buy. You a know beer. what I would do at Chick Fil A too? Because I had to work outside. It was in December at the mm. end of 2020. Oh, brother! They really? put us in those Dang. cones. Yeah, I've seen those. And I would take a hot chocolate and I would put a stick of butter in it. Because supposedly, Keto. 
I read that when you go skiing and stuff, that's what you do to like give your body something to burn off and make heat. Yeah. And it works. It's a lot of it's calories. You just yeah. have a ton of calories because you're doing a bunch <laughs> well, of shit all day. And then I'd get day. a free meal every shift. That was another reason I applied there. Free food. That is. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good reason. Yeah. But I I wasn't proud of myself at that time. Do you hate Chick Fil A now, or do no. you still have a love for Chick Fil A? I put in my two weeks notice, even though I had just upgraded to like a salary position. You know, I was I should have just quit on the spot. You're like I'm about to start managing these. Kids. I was like, you know. I knew my life was about to change big time, but I, I stuck it out. I always do that with my employers. I don't know if that's wrong. People say that that's wrong. People say that mean? they don't owe you anything. So they don't owe you anything. You don't owe them anything. You don't owe them anything. I've seen. Have you seen that video where it's the dude that it's that? You no, know, it's a meme of the dude that like progressively becomes a clown. Yeah. He's like putting on his makeup. Yeah, he's putting on his makeup. And he's like, I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll come into work even if I'm sick. I'll never use my sick days. I'll never use my vacation. Like, I I will dedicate my life to the company. And at the end of the day, it's like the the company just does not care for you at all. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, but for me, what mattered is that they hired me super quick and they were always great, like flexible. They didn't put me on hours I didn't want to work. Like, it was, it was, and you didn't have to work Sundays. And I never had to work Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That pisses a lot of people off. A lot of people are very angry at Chick-fil-A about not working Sundays. Well, is it the people or the customers? The customers. People that Pe- go when eat. I say people, I mean customers. <laughs> okay, okay. And by customers, I mean me. <laughs> and by customers, you mean me. Yeah. yeah. I would love to go Raise get some Chick-fil-A. Raise your hand if you've been victimized by Chick-fil-A That spicy chicken sandwich. You know what I love? I love their fries. Yeah. They got the best fries in the game. They have this Bar sauce none. that's like a honey barbecue. It comes in a skinny packet, not in a box. Dude, no. that's so it's, good on the it's fries. It's the Chick Fil A sauce, right? It's their sauces are obscenely good. Just put that on there. It's so maybe some honey mustard. Yeah. Ooh, I, I would devour some honey, dude. I had. I You're had, hungry. I huh? had Champs chicken today. You ever had Champs chicken? You know what no. Champs? It's a gas station chicken like chain or something. But they're some of the best chicken I've ever had in my life. Their tenders are this size. They're Tiny. I was like, how is that a tender? The lady's like, I don't know, man. The chickens are getting smaller. She's like, I just work here, bro. Yeah, I just work here. And I was like, well, file a complaint to whoever your chicken supplier is because these tenders are ridiculous. Well, Chick-fil-A spoils you to everything else. I can't have regular chicken anymore. Like nuggets from other places, they just taste weird. They taste wrong. They, they taste like I mean, deer they're good though. Like I want some chicken right now. I want some I'm like after this, I'm gonna go fucking go find myself some chicken. We only got a KFC in Pocatello, though. That sucks. We have um, Super Chicks. It's kind of new. I've heard of Super Chicks. Is it good? Have you baby been I to it? I gave them a one-star review. Oh, really? But why? I've had their salads now, and their salads why'd you are get good. A, why'd, you, why'd they get a one-star? Because their floors were greasy and slippery. Okay. Well, what about and the food? And it was so loud in there. It it's was about like the a food. podunk it's not bar about... at noon. That's awesome. That's just too much. It was no, too much. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't rate the restaurant based yes, on you the do. floors. You base them on the food. I rate f- on the, the experience. Okay, if I walk into a place and they're like smiling and the food is awesome, like really good, and nothing is wrong with your order, and if there is an issue, they resolve it. That's like five stars, right? You go for the experience. You go for how they treat you. But if it's like mediocre, it's like a three. I would. And prefer. if it's bad, it's like a one you because know you can't like a, give it a zero. <laughs> a great place is like the floors are dirty, the the freaking the menu is just like it's that red text, 
you know, or it's got like pictures of the food <laughs> right next to it. It's like that. And it's like the lady, you go up to her and order. She's like, what do you want? Yeah. She's gonna be nice to you. She's like, "What do you want? Just give me what you want." No, I disagree. Give I me think, the number three. I think you get the number two. They could be delicious. a little bit better. It's they delicious. They could be a little bit better. They will but like I believe you about look at you and just be like, "All right, you're gonna you're gonna get this. You're gonna get the number one." And then like they just shoot they you. They just off. know what you need. Yeah, they just yeah. know what you need. Well, I'm more picky with my reviews. Do you do you do a lot of your Yelp reviews? Yeah. I've actually never met anybody that Yelp. reviews. It's Google Maps. I've never met anybody that actually reviews a place. I've had awful experiences in places, and I've never well, reviewed Well, tell me, anything. tell me where, and I'll leave them a review. I have done that actually. Where's your like, five star review? Where are like your t- five Garcia's, star reviews? Garcia's Tacos in Idaho Falls. Next to the mall. Across the no, I don't think you're thinking of the right place. That one's like a Mexican restaurant with a little bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the what one I'm, I'm saying is new, and it's across the street from Chick Fil A. And they make... Oh, Pelonas. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about. But it's Garcia's. Because she is the son of the original Garcia's restaurant owner. You just get the, Over the on history of everybody? No. <laughs> go. I've been going there with my family since like 2000 whenever. For well, real. Have you, been, have you been to the Evergreen Buffet? Yes. Dang. Probably we all lived the, the same experience growing up. The greatest up. Chinese buffet on the face of planet Earth. It is the greatest Chinese food ever. We used to go there, and my dad had these little punch cards, and he would argue with the owner, and the owner didn't speak English, and my dad didn't speak Chinese, English or Chinese. Cantonese. But they would yell. They would go at each other for the punch card, because if you got, like, five punch cards, you got a free meal. Really? So my dad would take us all in there, and he'd be like, no, you didn't punch it. The guy would be like, I punched it, you know, like he counted mm-hmm. the kids. No, you didn't punch it. You missed one. That's what he would tell me. You missed one. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. My dad always got along with him great. No, not my dad. He my loved dad the would Chinese. get along great with Garcia's, with the guy I was telling you about, who's actually her dad. And that guy had a restaurant over by Maluka Field. Mm. It was like half house, half market. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, he started it there. Then they opened on Northgate and they made those quesadillas that have like. Quesadillas? Um, no, no, no. She makes the quesadillas. He made quesadillas with oh, okay. like carne asada and like all the toppings. They were so good. You ever heard you have to like in Mexico City, you have to say quiero quesadilla con queso? No. Yeah. You have to, you have to like. I wouldn't last a day in Mexico, like, bro. Quiero I quesadilla wouldn't. con queso because you can have a quesadilla and it's just a tortilla. That, w- that would be a quesadilla. That's not a quesadilla. Exactly. And that's why it's weird. That's why people that's are wrong. like, like, quesadilla con queso? It's like, yeah, I want I want a quesadilla with cheese. I, Which I you like would think, like, a that. quesadilla means you get it with cheese. Yeah. But. It's in the name. Some people are very poor in Mexico, and they'll get a quesadilla, but they can't afford to have cheese on it, so they'll just give them a tortilla. So why not just ask for a tortilla, right? Yeah. Or I don't know. Taco. I have no idea. I saw it was it was just a short YouTube video that I saw one time, and I was like, oh, "All right, whatever." Now that's part of my. <laughs> now I know that. Now I know that. Yeah. In case I'm ever there. Yep. That's funny. What are some other top food spots for me? Gotta be, like, if anybody, if I ever take anybody to that Evergreen Buffet, I love that person dearly because that is a special place <laughs> in my heart. That food, that place has like. 
so many memories for me, like going up, getting your own food at the end, getting the Chinese, like the freaking the ice cream that they have. Yeah. I don't know where they get it's it. It's that same little cooler with the yep. big old buckets and, and that everybody uses the exact the same fucking yes. scoops. You're like, there's no way this is healthy. There's no way this is <laughs> They did like, it all during COVID, too. They didn't change a they dang didn't thing give in a there. Fuck. <laughs> They're, They're like, like, what do you want? Die if you have to. The only thing they tell you is like, what do you want to drink? Mm-hmm. That's all they ask, yeah. and then after that, they just fucking release <laughs> you out to the buffet. They're like, they like you can ask them like, hey, can you like bring out some more wontons? Like you guys are out of wontons. They'd be like, five seconds. Fucking yeah. something's coming mm-hmm. in, refilling the wontons. The that yeah, same experience. Love that place. Oh god, probably my favorite <laughs> place to eat in east in like eastern Idaho, maybe the world. That place. What? Yes. No I, way. I will. F- if like if I ever go to jail, if I murder somebody or something happens where I am I'm on death row and they're like, What do you want to eat? I'm like, get me some fucking mussels from the Evergreen Buffet, some uh some of their steamed dumplings, a little bit of the little rice noodles, their chicken teriyaki on the stick. Oh yeah. And a bunch of the sesame balls. Fucking I will die a happy man. That is <laughs> that is it. That is all I need to survive. That's crazy. So you love Chinese food then? Love Chinese food. What about here in Pokey? <sighs> Is there tough. a place up here? That's tough. Yeah, because like, I've uh, I've looked around here. There's, there's no. not a whole lot of good Chinese. See, that's kind of why I missed one too. Because they have sushi. They have. Um, oh, we got sushi. Thai food. This place has sushi and it's got Thai food. It doesn't Pokey. have Chinese food. Yeah, no. Sumisu is fucking bomb. There used to be a place here called uh, Sushi Time. That place was fucking. They have a sushi time. The in best. Time. That yeah. place was fucking the tits that was the best sushi <laughs> i've ever had but then they, they they went away but sumisu has really good sushi uh there's a place called jinsen right across the street thai paradise place is bomb do they make pineapple fried rice and roasted duck okay they don't make roasted duck but the- they, they they make some pretty amazing pho and that's all i care <laughs> all i care about is if, the, if you make pho i love pho <laughs> okay there's this place in i, I was introduced well, you should to pho. start doing reviews for these places Nah. <laughs> yeah, do it. Go to all these places. No, because like, I mean, you're you gotta anyway. go there by yourself. People need to go experience. If people know me, I'll tell them. I'll give them a review oh, in person. Okay. But like, I don't want to have the public oh, know of how good clout. it is. You don't want to be known online. No, I don't want to be person that's like, This place. I will sucks. never be known online. Yeah. Also, I'm too nice. I don't want to be like. Yeah, I'm not this place too nice. Is fucking disgusting. I've never had that problem. I rated Lowe's a one star because they suck. Lowe's sucks. And it, you know, that's my most liked review. Lowe's? It has like 17 Did you 17 fucking likes. bag on Lowe's? Why did you yeah. bag on Lowe's? It's trash. What? I walked in there for something super simple and they turned away. Like two associates, I was walking down and he like saw me coming and he like panicked and went the other way. It's because he's terrified. And then, <laughs> well, that's not my fault. He's scared. He doesn't know anything about it. He, he probably doesn't know anything about hammers. <laughs> He's like, I just got this job, okay, man. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That would be me if I worked at Lowe's. Yeah. Be like, Somebody's oh. like, hey, I'm looking for the, uh, I'm looking for cock guns, and people would be like, I don't, I don't <laughs> fuck, dude, I don't know what that is, man. I'm just, I just show up here. <laughs> I just, I'm just wearing the vest. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. It's reviews. Reviews are, are a dirty business. Because like, if you were a business owner, if I was a business owner. What I would do is like I would just hire people to review my place. Just be like, just give me five stars. Fucking everybody knows that this place is shit, and everybody else that like is my competition. (laughs) 
or just pay for people to review them mm. like they're like they're ass, like I they're trash. Feel like, I don't know enough about Google Ads. Like I know Google Ad Service. I know we use it. I know that it has its ins and outs. But I'm sure they have some protective measure for that kind of stuff. I don't think they do, man. I think, I think it's a wild do. west out there. I think anybody no, can just set up a ad like this place sucks their tacos are awful and their sure, floors are you dirty you can make like a blank account with like no picture and be like man this place sucks right that's what but I would after do. a while the reviews get filtered down by most useful and like by oldest so those reviews aren't always seen but if what if there's like 10 pretty solid one-star <laughs> reviews and then google's like all right obviously this place is doing something <laughs> wrong then you have scammed google exactly that's what i would do i would scam the system Okay. Use this use the things that are near you to like That's move fair. The only forward. reason I started doing Google reviews is cuz somebody told me that Dusty B who used to do like Z103 back in the day. They told me that he reached a level 10 and that he now gets exclusive invites to like new restaurants that open in the area and they get like invited to go eat for free and do all this stuff. So I started I <laughs> doing reviews of everywhere I went, and I was like, this place good, this place trash, like, photo, photo, photo. And plus, I eat out a lot with my work. Like, mm -hmm. they pay for our lunch every day, so we get to go to a lot of different places. And my boss started doing reviews, too, because he I'm pretty sure he's the one that told me about Dusty B. So we had, like, this friendly competition, and I got to a level five. They sent me socks. Nice. Like, these... Google Explorer socks. You have little, them on right now? No, that would be such a oh. flex, but I don't. Well, I was like, dude, you brought them on right now to show off? <laughs> that would be such a flex, but no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just doing it for the free food. And I love to eat, and I love to give my opinion on things. So. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw out some restaurants, not all falls. Okay. And you're going to tell me how you feel about it. We're going to start pretty easy, and then we're going to go up to a little pretty, pretty high, okay, high, okay, higher okay. scheme, all right? Longhorn. Five. Five. Out of ten? Longhorn doesn't miss. They make five out of five. Five out of five. Okay. Yeah. All right. Five out of five. Longhorn five out of five. Yeah. Keep going. I was just gonna say they make really good appetizers. Their dessert is really good. They I have a little they have a little chocolate design. cake or something. Yeah. That thing is fucking bomb. Yes. Texas I Roadhouse. Agree. Good old T Road. I've never had a bad experience there that I can think of, so I would say also five. As far as steakhouse are concerned, and I've actually ranked the steakhouses in Idaho Falls. There's the one that makes nachos, and it's kind of over by the new Mountain America Center. It's not Longhorn. Stockman's? Stockman's. Okay, Stockman's is number one, then Longhorn, then Texas Roadhouse, and then the Ribbon Chop. The Ribbon Chop, ribbon is, chop is right new. by the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's super promising, but it was super flat. It was like Applebee's, you know. I went I went to their brunch and I was like This isn't it, huh? You guys are It's a beautiful you guys location. Need some time, man. And they're friendly, but we got these like root beer mocktail things. They were not good at all. They were not sweet. They yeah. weren't it wasn't even worth it, you know. Speaking of ribbon chop right next door, smoking fins. Oh yeah. I've had really good stuff from Smoking Sins. Smoking Sins is a five. Gotta be a five. It is a five. That place is the fucking, the the, the shit. They have, <laughs> they kicked me out of their brunch one time. That's how I know they're good. Were you being a menace to society that day? or We drank 11 bottles of mimosas. We had 11 <laughs> bottles of champagne. And then like, we were that's there. How, we that's were how there, you know they're good? <laughs> we got there at 10, all right? So they let us fucking hammer these bottles of champagne down. 
And I remember we've counted. We it was a group of, you see, it was like me and like six people, mm-hmm. right? And we were fucking hammering these things down. And I knew we got too loud because I remember standing up and I was like, "Yo, we need another bottle." <laughs> <laughs> and then like as I soon as they gave like us the bottle, the guy was like, "He was like, hey, you guys, you guys gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you guys are too loud. You guys gotta get out of here." So. People say bottomless mimosas. There's always a bottom. Okay. And I've made it my, like... Life mission. Life mission to find the bottom of every restaurant. And the bottom at Smoking Fins <laughs> is 11 bottles. 11. With a group of six. See, that would be super useful for someone who's trying to find somewhere. He's like, oh, 11 bottles. All right. Okay, that's the I max. can drink 10. I can do that. <laughs> All right. So across the way from Smoking Fins, Snow Eagle. Snow Eagle Brewery. You've been there? I've never been there. Pretty pretty decent food. Beer's all right. Is it bar food? It is. I mean, they got like steaks and hamburgers and stuff. Oh, okay. Not bad. There's a place in Idaho Falls called Blue Wave. I I'm pretty sure Blue it's Wave's a bar. Good. Yeah, I've been. But to Blue we Wave. sometimes go there for their food because it's like that hit the spot greasy bar food type. You know, like hamburgers. You know what fries. Blue Wave reminds me of? I don't know why. It reminds me of the movie Pulp Fiction. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? You ever seen Pulp Fiction? Uh-uh. Well, in Pulp Fiction, there's a made-up restaurant called Big Kahuna Burger. It kind of has a Hawaiian yeah, vibe the in Hawaiian there. feel. Yeah. So whenever I'm in there, I always call it Big Kahuna Burger <laughs> because like it feels, it makes me feel like the characters in the movie would be eating this. That's what a Big Kahuna Burger was. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen the movie, but it does have a Hawaiian. How have you never seen Pulp Fiction? God, Pulp Fiction is like one of the greatest movies. I watched it when I was like 13. Well, I'm not a movie connoisseur. I don't. I've never seen it. All right, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a couple more. I'm gonna give you two more. <laughs> okay. And these last two, uh, this these are fucking. They're important. These are important. <laughs> okay. One of them for sure. The other one I gotta figure out. So what I wanna ask. So. Okay. Actually, I know I know both of them. Both of them are, just beautiful places. Okay. The Evergreen Buffet, off Seventeenth, right next to the mall. We've been talking about this entire podcast. You're not gonna like it. I'm gonna do a three. I'm gonna I do need you three. to leave the studio right now. <laughs> How dare you! I knew you, you weren't gonna How like it. How dare you! Look, if they amped up their customer service and if their food didn't sometimes make you sick, I've never been it'd sick. It'd be a five out of five. And they are always. No, they're ha- they the have their hours people. when the food is not fresh, and that's not a safe time to go eat there. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm disappointed three. in you right now. It's a, it's a five. It's, it's a five a, in your heart. If I and could that's give, okay. a, if I could give them a six, I would give them a six, because they are no. that good. They are one of the top one hundred Chinese restaurants in America. Those banners were stolen. Those banners are a <laughs> testament to how amazing their Those food is. Those banners were stolen. <laughs> Those banners I are not saw. stolen. They had a little piece of tape underneath where the like certification was. It was from a different restaurant. It's from them. No. It was given to <laughs> they, them by the Association of Chinese Restaurants in America. The the Cantonese American I was like Chinese 12 and I realized that they stole them. I am 25 <laughs> and, and I still will believe? still believe that they are one of the top 100 Chinese <laughs> okay, restaurants in fair. America. That's fair. Number number one, my, one of my favorite places, all maybe because of the price, but also because I've had good experiences there. Derailed. You ever been a derailed? In Adolfos? Uh uh-uh. uh. Doesn't sound fun. Right next to the museum. It looks like a house. It's oh, like you wouldn't even know it's a restaurant. Do they have super healthy dishes? They like have super fucking expensive dishes is what they have. It's a steakhouse. 
and they like it's like one of the few places I've gone where I was like, damn, I'm fucking underdressed. <laughs> I should have not worn what I'm wearing right now. Uh-uh. Gone in what's there. What's their best? What's their best dish? They say it's the wagyu, because it's fucking wagyu beef and it's supposed to be amazing. Oh. Like I think a special. I don't think wagyu's that good. I think it's disgusting. I don't like the texture. People are like, it's supposed to melt your mouth. I'm like, it fucking tastes gross. I want something to chew on. You know, I don't like. That's why I don't like wagyu. It tastes like butter. It just melts in your mouth, and that's like that's what it's supposed to be. It's like, well, I don't like that. It's disgusting. They have. They had. I don't know what it was last time. My cousin got it. It was this like ribeye steak. It was fucking. I don't know. This big, mm-hmm. delicious. One of the probably the best steak I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It was fucking. Mwah. Chef's okay. kiss. I'll have to try it. I haven't been there. Every good. time we go there, like the one person, like just for yourself, you take just yourself, you spend you you end up spending at least hundred fifty dollars. And I was like, Oh wow! <sighs> Thank God I have a job, but like still, <laughs> fuck, that's a lot of money for food. <laughs> and then their their cocktails are really good. They're I don't know who the fuck they have back there making all their cocktails. But that dude, it's probably knows Mexican. What he's doing. Almost all these American restaurants, there's Mexicans in the back. Even Chick Fil A. We had. You know the back of Chick Fil A, they'd be playing banda. They'd be like dancing back there. They'd be That's chopping fun. up the salad. That's fun. And making chicken. It's lit in the back of the house. You know, but you don't see that because they only hire like, you know, super outstanding like Boy Scout boys and girls to work the front. Little little white kids yeah there's i like i've never th- wanted to work in a kitchen or being in like in fast food but i watched the the bear on fx there's this show about like a, a restaurant a guy that owns he's a chef and he has a restaurant and he like does it i'm like Dude, that'd be fun as fuck <laughs> you're just you're a chef you're making food you're just yeah. you're just chopping shit up and then somebody like you gotta move it down to the next station it sounds like fun but also i've like Kind of been when I when I go to restaurants, I'll like look back into the into the kitchen. Just try to get a little peek. These fuckers <laughs> are always grimy, man. They are always just grimy looking individuals. <laughs> but that's how you get the best food. The best the best people the people yeah. that make the best food are often very grimy individuals. I don't know about that, but I'll allow it. I think some places just around here. They have. If you are like a have. five star Michelin fucking restaurant, yeah, that dude's gonna have like Chef a nice Boyardee cut. Yeah, he's gonna have a nice mouse cut. on his hat. He's gonna have what a to do. hairnet on. I've seen places where people have long hair and they don't wear hairnets. And I'm like, you know what? It adds to the flavor. I love <laughs> no. it. Give me the flavor. Give no. me all the flavor. <laughs> You're wrong for that. No. So, you've never. You you need to go. I feel like that's a good place to to go try out. If you ever just have, Too you ever bad. want to treat if yourself? If I ever have $300 you, to spare. You really want to treat yourself? That's the place to go. Derailed. Sounds good. And you won't regret it if you choose the right thing. You'll regret it if you choose the wrong thing. Because there is wrong things you can get on their menu. And okay. you would figure if this dish is $70, it's going to be all right. Right? That's wrong. Safe. It's not a they safe will, bet. They will still fuck you over. Okay. They will still... They were still, uh, it was just so greasy. I don't like greasy steaks. I don't yeah. like like a lot of fat on them. They have one at Fuji that's like a melt in oh, your mouth type of yeah. steak. Fuji. It's so good. See, Fuji's an experience. It's an exception, right? It's yeah. pretty good. Fuji. The, my parents the hate one Fuji. The steak they have there is really good. They're like, 
they, they only give you rice. That's my what's up my mom says. She's like, I hate going there. They only give you rice. Why would I want to keep going there? I was like, because it's a show. They do okay, the show. The they do the eggs and things. I don't like at Fuji is when they toss it in your mouth. Has that happened to you? I feel like a porn star when they do that. No. Because they're like, open I, up. And you just sit there with your mouth I open. I can't. I go with like for birthdays and stuff and they go down the line and I will get up and leave and they still try to get it in my mouth. They're still like, hey, 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 miss, miss, miss. Miss, miss, miss. And I'm like, please, I'm embarrassed. I am shy. Like, I don't want to do don't this. Don't do right this now. to me. I'm going through and something. And they still go for it. Like, I have awful dexterity and I'm not, I can't catch a shrimp in my mouth. Just fucking. So, what just do I do? Just tell me you have do? a shrimp allergy. What do I do next time? I'm allergic to shrimp. They'll throw a steak. Then you get some free steak. They'll throw pineapple. Just <laughs> catch <laughs> it with your hand. And no. you just eat it. I like it it's when they not do. For me. It will it will forever hit when they do the volcano, the little onion volcano. <laughs> yeah. Every single time. I'm always I've seen it thousands of times, and probably millions of times on my phone. But every time I see it, you're I'll, just impressed. I'm just like, yeah. yes, this is how do you do this? <laughs> sir, you are a magician. You, sir, deserve a raise. <laughs> see, that's a that's that's a chef I respect. I don't I don't respect five star Michelin chefs. I don't respect people that work at like uh little ho dunk places. Fuck them. Little piece of shit. <laughs> the people I res- the chefs I respect the most, Action Bronson and chefs that work at Fuji. <laughs> chefs that work at a like a Fuji and uh what's that other place? Benny Hanna's. Maybe or PF Chang's. It, they're, they're all pretty like much the exact same yeah, thing, yeah. Performance chefs. If you're like if you can do a little bit of magic in the food where you like make an egg disappear, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's like, do you have showmanship to the next level? What does Fuji get? Does Fuji get a five? Fuji got yeah. it. Fuji's got to get a yeah. five. There's nothing wrong. Five guys. Best, in my opinion, the best burgers in each Idaho is five guys. The best burgers? The best burgers. They do pretty good, yeah. I like the Cajun fries. Yeah, and they give you and 18 like pounds you of fries. And I like whatever you want like every single time you go there it's something different it's mm-hmm. never like a number one it's always like oh you're custom with jalapenos and blah 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 that's true five guys is good five guys is the best you have a better burger place i'd like to hear it <laughs> i would like to hear a better burger place right now i don't think i have a better burger place i just when i think the best i don't necessarily think five guys first well now is your time if you can if you can refute my claim right now if I can that refute your claim. five guys is the best burgers you can possibly get like in I'm eastern just, idaho i'm gonna side with you on this one because i can't think and if i could it'd be right there it'd be like dang like costco pizza. you can't there you go i've had some incredible burgers nothing tops right because five guys is that like it's customizable it's the difference between playing like a game where you already have a character like Oh, the Whopper. The Whopper is the character you play your entire game with. But if you go to Five Guys, it's like, all right, create your own guy. It's like Skyrim. You can you can make him whatever <laughs> class, add whatever attributes, fucking put jalapenos on him, don't That's put jalapenos on him. It's different every time. It is. It's delicious. We're going to take a quick short break, and then we'll be right back. Okay. Can't believe you give I was just the Evergreen you know. Buffet a fucking three stars out of five. That's a... That's a tra- you're, you're, that's a travesty to Mexican culture in eastern Idaho. That place is a staple. If that place can cater my wedding, I would allow If they can cater my <laughs> funeral, I would allow it. The greatest f- food probably known. I would put them up there with my mom's cooking. Oh, my god! That's how good they are. 
No, they're not. You know, it's one of the craziest things that ever blew my mind to blow. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cultured, I, I would say. And, like, I've, I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen people get decapitated. I've seen people, like, get electrocuted on, like, online. I've seen some, like, fucked okay. up shit, right? But one thing that made me, like, step back and go, like, whoa, that is something else. I saw a black dude speak Chinese with another Chinese person. And I was like, that's crazy. Never seen that in my life. <laughs> Completely rocked my worldview. I was like, just blew my mind. And that happened at the Evergreen Buffet. That okay. place is just... Well, How do you not have these you experiences? You have like a core memory there. I can't. I can't have put a, a thousand star on core that. memories there. Even if the food was bad, I don't think I could like. I just hate remember it. being there, like eight years old, probably. Yeah. And those huge—they used to seem huge. The chandeliers and the paintings. Yeah, the big ass chandelier in the yeah, middle. Yeah. I used to feel like I was going to like a five star resort. I'd be like, oh my gosh, you because know, this it is, awesome. is a five star resort. <laughs> it's <is> not. <laughs> it's not. It's just the only thing we have. How dare you? It is not the only thing we have. We already talked. We talked about like a thousand restaurants already. Yeah, but they're local restaurants, and that's they're a Chinese. Local. It's it's to a China. staple. I'll say that, but it's a three out of five, and you can't change my mind. I, you know, I can't change your mind. I can't. <laughs> I can't change your mind, and I won't change your mind. So moving on, what do you? What do you? Uh, what do you? When you finish up your schooling. How do you, what do you, what do you plan on doing after that? You plan on staying in the same place? Would you like to grow more? Maybe go do more schooling? It's a long road. It is. Um, when I graduate in May, I think I'm going to stick around and do paralegal work for the office I'm at now. Um, because they were so supportive with me going back because there has never been a day that you know, I show up late or I'm at school or whatever and they get on me about it. They're super flexible, mm -hmm. like the best employer to go back to school with. Um, and so out of respect for my boss and out of how awesome they've treated me, I'd like to stay with them for a while. And I like the area of law that we work in. I've never wanted to go into like criminal or um, family law. So what is the area of law that you guys work for? What is like the title? It's personal injury. Personal injury. Mm -hmm. It's ambulance chasers. Personal injury. Oh, what is that? What is that one I hear in the, on the radio all the time? It's you, Brent you, Gordon. You can beat Goliath. That's us. Yeah. You 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 can beat Goliath. Yeah, that's us. But we don't say that. We don't you say beat Goliath. beat Goliath. It's too cringe. It's not cringy. It's. I think cringe. it's a great tagline. <laughs> yeah, well, it's something that everyone remembers, especially here. So. Did you did you always feel like you were going to do something in law or like did, was it something that just came out of nowhere? No. Did you have ever had when an I attraction was little, towards it? I always it? said that's what I wanted to be was a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even understand what it meant back then. Now that I work with attorneys and lawyers, I know that they're under a lot of stress. Complicated. <laughs> just a complicated A lot of field. stress. Yeah. You have to be on your game. You got to take care of people. You can't just sign people up and leave them hanging, you know. So what does a day for you consist at work? At work? What time do you get in there? What, what are you doing throughout the day? When do you get out? 8.30 to 5. I, I do a lot. Um, when people sign on with us, so you were in a car crash, right, for example, mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of moving parts 
that are going to come into play. So you go to the emergency room, maybe the ambulance takes you there, and then you have other hospital visits. Up until the time that you're done seeing the doctor, like that you're healed of what happened to you, um, it's our job to do the behind the work, like the behind the scenes work to make sure that your bills are taken care of. Because what if you have health insurance, right? What if you don't? What if you had medical payment coverage through your insurance? Um, basically, I take a look at all of that and I tell people what to do or I do it for them, um, depending on each case. Each case is individual, right? And then every couple of weeks I call them and I follow up with them and I say, you know, like, hey, how are you doing? What kind of doctor's appointments do you have going on? And if there's an issue or if it's like a severe injury, like they're hospitalized for a few days and that price goes up, you know, like case value goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, in Idaho, you're only required to purchase like 25000 like the minimal coverage. You can get 25000 or you can be uninsured, right? And people get hit by people with small, like minor coverage or with no insurance at all. And so it's kind of our job to keep an eye out for those situations where people are badly hurt, but we won't be able to make a great recovery for them, uh, which rarely happens because sometimes we can even look at making a recovery from your own insurance. Um, So if you have underinsured or uninsured coverage, we can make a double recovery, which is something that other firms or maybe other attorneys don't do. But we, from the time you sign up with us till the time we're done, we're looking for the Could best you recovery possible. Could you explain a double recovery? <laughs> yeah. We had a guy, um, we had a client who was getting on the interstate right there in Blackfoot by Johnson's Grove. Yeah. He was a passenger in his friend's car, and his friend rolled the car. So um, for him, we were able to make a recovery from the driver's insurance and also a stacked recovery from his grandma and grandpa, who he was living with, and he was an insured driver through them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that particular carrier allowed us to make basically a triple recovery. So we got the max that we could from the driver's insurance, and then we stacked on two state farm policies, and he got a really nice settlement. I mean, he got taken care of. His medical bills were taken care of, paid. and he got a lot of money. The boy got paid. But if he had gone with someone else, not scarred. to throw shade, yeah. they might have just made a recovery from the driver. Because it's easy to look at that and say, oh, well, he's responsible. He's good here. He's done. But no, wrong. There's always another pocket. There's always another avenue. And that's a lot, of, like a tiny bit of what I've learned there. I've learned so a lot. you work a lot with insurance companies. Yes. Um, who would you recommend from like working with, with insurance companies? Not Geico. Not Geico? Not, what? Don't do it. Don't 50 do minutes it. or less? Not Geico. Say fifty percent. You will be on the phone for two hours before someone answers you from Geico. Really? Their claims is mm. horrible. The best one is Acuity. That's the fastest that I've ever resp- like received everything back for a client from. Acuity State Farm is pretty good. I wouldn't say the same about Farm Bureau unless you are their client. We have like not a great relationship with Farm Bureau. What about Progressive? Progressive's all right. That's what I have. Progressive's Progressive. all right. Yeah. So I, feel I feel like, like it's a good, good option for good drivers with, like, no record and stuff. They'll give you really nice coverage, and you want to have really nice coverage in case something happens to you and you're in that situation, right? So I have i don't exactly know how this works because the, I know the insurance that I have, It's it says Progressive, but the company that I talk to is not Progressive. They're, like, a different like it's a, it's a they're a diff, they're like Patriot Insurance, 
but then they became is that your agent i don't know but then but then they became progressive now everything we have says progressive on it so yeah. it's obviously progressive but like you and we end up dealing with another company that's more common than you think like Dairyland, mm-hmm. it's kind of a minor carrier but they're actually backed by safeco liberty mutual mm-hmm. so think of it as like a parent company like progressive is a parent company and they might have these little different named whatever little ma and pa shop yeah type of insurances but you're backed by progressive is insurance a scam no i've always heard it was a scam not at all because they were like dude it's a scam if you don't know what to say and how to deal with them it's not a scam when your ass is on the line and you could lose your house and stuff. Yeah, obviously, that's why you have insurance. But it's like a lottery thing where it's like no. you don't like you want to have insurance, but you never want to have to use insurance. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think that's a. Um, it's like a shitty lottery to win because it's like, all oh, right, yeah, now I get to use my insurance that I've been paying into for X amount of years. But it's like, do I really yeah. want to have to be using my insurance now? Because you've paid all this money into this insurance account, That's right? True. Or you've paid off to these people. Yeah. And then now that you actually have to use them, it's like a shitty situation. And then their job is to not give you yeah. any of the money. So why would you want to deal with <laughs> so that? So why would you want exactly, that? Exactly, yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. I guess I'm used to dealing with them in a more of a position of power than not like at their mercy. Mm-hmm. Because we don't get... They don't tell us what to do. A lot of times I call them and tell them what to do. <laughs> like, like please do your job. Yeah. You know, because they'll sit on stuff. They'll sit on stuff forever and they'll just take their sweet time or they won't even call. They won't take care of you. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you're there insured. They yeah. basically work for you, but they'll make you feel like a fool. Yeah. And that's not right. I'm not okay with any of that. I, yeah. It's that fire I have a different perspective on things. You're, like, you're going to get every single fucking dime <laughs> out of you because I need this money for this person. Yeah. Have you built, like, when somebody comes in, you're not supposed to build, like, any type of relationship for them. But are you like, I want to get all the money for this guy right here. This dude, this dude deserves <laughs> yes, the best. Yes, we absolutely have our favorite clients. Yeah. There are clients that will go through horrible things. They'll have, like, broken bones. They'll almost be losing a leg. And they're just stand-up people. Mm-hmm. They don't bother us. I they don't call and nag. Broken bones is pretty hard to stand up. They don't. <laughs> That's messed <laughs> up. That's messed up. You're wrong for that. <laughs> they can't. Okay, yeah. What I'm saying is, though, Wheel like, around. there's people that barely get bumped, and they are the most hand-holdy, needy, frustrated people to work mm-hmm. with. And then there's people that go through really bad stuff. They're like, like I just need help, man. <laughs> wrongful death cases. And they're the most wrongful understandable death. What? kind of people that you can run What's into. What's a wrongful death case? If someone dies in an accident, their oh, family can make shit. a recovery. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's not really a joking tough. thing. That'd be tough. <laughs> yeah. You know who I would like fucking tooth and nail would fight for? Who? Little old ladies. Like little, just little grandma ladies who are like, oh, just was he walking around and slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would be like, I'm suing Chiquita Banana. I'm suing Dole. I'm, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. Everybody. This I'm lady, God. she did not deserve to slip on that banana peel. Because like, at heart, I love, I love Golden Girls. Such, like, a, such a great show. Like Betty, when Betty White died, I was like, "Is Damn. Golden Girls the same as Grace and Frankie?" I've never seen Grace and Frankie. I have a friend that loves. Them. I've actually never seen Golden Girls, but I want to be the guy that loves Golden Girls. Yeah, I just have a connection with I Betty White, that. and it's like when she died, I felt it. Like that was rough. Like yeah. it, wait for like I just loved her for dying on 
like New Year's Eve. Cause like when she died, it was like everybody's fucking partying for me tonight. <laughs> it was like there was no better way to go out than that way, <laughs> Betty White. Fucking way to go. So she killed it. And like little old ladies are just like the nicest people imaginable. But I they're don't know. also snarky. Look, they're yes, that's what I was snarky. gonna say. Is there's a generation out there that thinks they know everything. That's yeah, what I that's love fine. about them. If they're snarky to your face, it's like you're you're cool. Okay, but I be like snarky you. to the people that aren't helping you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're snarky to you. Yeah. Yeah, that would be fucked up. I'd be like, don't be mean it's to like, me, Janice. Dude, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. Please, calm down. No, the best people, in my opinion, and this is probably where like we have a difference, is like the hardworking dads. Hell yeah. That Let's go men. Literally just wake up 5 a.m., go to work, come home, take care of their family, get shit done. And they're the ones that tell me on the phone they're frustrated with this. Because they can't do work on their house. Because they can't help their wife with things. Because they can't help their kids with stuff that needs to be fixed around the house. Mm -hmm. Those are the guys that I'm like, we, you, we got you. You know? Can't see it, but I'm pointing to all those men. They're not whining and bitching about what life threw at them. They're trying to get back on their feet because they don't know how to just sit around. And I respect that. I respect that a lot. That reminds me of my dad growing up, you know? So, listen, I just went through a break. You're about to go, all right? Let me tell you something about oh, persevering through <laughs> tough situations, okay? <laughs> Let me do the question asking and you do the sharing. Here's the thing about being a man, okay? You okay. gotta just move forward, <laughs> chug along. Doesn't matter what comes your way. You just fucking tackle Heck it yeah. head on. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. Your little, your little white lady hits you with, with the back of her car into your car. And you're like, fuck, I don't have a car. Go to your insurance agency. You can be Goliath. <laughs> this entire episode is just a, is just a one giant, <laughs> one giant ad for, for Brent Gordon. It's a shameless promo. <laughs> yeah, you can be not a sponsor, just a fan. <laughs> he could be a sponsor dude get Brent Gordon on you I would love to talk to Brent Gordon you know, the, like, that would, would be come like talk to you. having Hulk Hogan onto the podcast that would be the greatest Brent fucking thing ever Brent loves to chat and I you know what else he's good chat. at he's good at karaoke oh, he God. sang that Wonderwall song I love by Oasis yes oh Brent Gordon you could be Goliath you know what you can't be Goliath it's, he, it's too easy he's pretty chill He's, he does carry. You watched him sing. Oasis? He doesn't even live in Idaho Falls anymore. Oh, he doesn't. Where's no. he live? Um, I guess probably <laughs> you're like he lives in this area of Utah. He's Give me lived like his, in Utah for like address. the last ten years. Really? But his firm name is still here, right? Like people still recognize Brent Gordon. Yeah. If he you just say, doesn't you can... have his hands in the dough as much, unless it's one of those cases that you know. Just requires him to step in. (laughs) That's like that's like your fucking like Tony Stark strapping up, coming on down. It's like this is we need him for this movie. Yeah, fucking suits up. He comes in. I told Brent at our Christmas party. I was like, what? I don't even know what we were talking about. But I was like, shout out to Brent. I was like, thanks for going to law school because thanks to him, I have a job. My friends have jobs. Like his brother manages his offices for him. Like. It's a whole setup. That's yeah. what I want to do for my family and my friends. I want to go to law school. I want to open my own office. I want to be the one that's taking care of people and be as chill and relaxed as he is. Is you he know? just like a super cool dude? He's super chill. I feel His like he just has a beard. Super chill. Does he have a beard? No. Mike has a beard. Mike has a beard. Mike. Mike is who I told you. Did did come he on come up? Did, did Brent come up with You Can Be Goliath? Who came up with You Can Be Goliath? That, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. You'd have to ask them. I don't know. 
probably it's like a it's such a like WWE like tagline. <laughs> like you can beat Goliath. <laughs> Like, well, his newest pictures that he took, he looks like the Dos Equis guy. I need he to look like him up. He has like a suit and he's has I this have, pose. I have to look him you up. just add a little Photoshop. Brent Gordon. Dos Equis in there. Brent Gordon Law. Let's look up some pictures of Brent Gordon. <laughs> he looks nothing how I thought he'd look like. I thought he was bald. Well, looks like a nice guy. He has a beard. What are we talking about? Right there? He's got a beard. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize. That second picture? Mike McCracken? No, no, no. The second picture where he's like in his suit. That's the one where he looks like the Dos Equis guy. He does look like Dos Equis. Yeah, you put some gray on he's him. He's pretty slick, You huh? put some gray on him? Yeah. He's going to look a lot like that most interesting man on, on the planet. <laughs> that's for sure. Hmm. I kind of want to work at the office now. I yeah. think that could be fun. There's no reason not to. I just want to see objection. That, I think you're thinking of the, <laughs> a different office, but yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to be part of like a, court, a courtroom drama. That's what the I want to be part like, of. The like, huh? So what's, what, what, who is this guy? Wait, what? Who, who invited this guy? <laughs> like I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm here for the story. I'm just here for the story. <laughs> Did you watch the World Cup? No. You didn't watch the World Cup? No. We're gonna talk about it. I just want to talk about the World Cup. You can Are you aware of you that? Are you aware what the World Cup is? The only time I watched the World Cup was when Germany kicked everyone's butts. That's like 2014. You know, I don't know how we allowed Germany to like stay a country. <laughs> <laughs> think yeah, think no about comment. what they did. No no, okay. All right, you don't have to say anything, but like, think about this, okay? The Germany Germany decided two times in a row. They're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> we're gonna fuck around. We're gonna take. We're gonna fight. Yeah, out. we're gonna fuck around. We're gonna take on. We're gonna have a war. We want to have a war. And like, right? Who do you want a war with? The world. Yeah. They decided. They they decided to try to fight the world two times. I mean, that's bold. Still a country. You gotta admire the boldness. And plus, like the now first that one, some of that evil one. has kind of faded away, that the rest of them are really nice. The first one, I get it. You know, whatever. I, I I don't know what the what the situation was why they wanted to fight, but like this the the no the first one the second one was like mm. bad vibes. Yeah, yeah, it's bad vibes, dude. <laughs> like looking back into like the history books, people are gonna just like look at Germany and be like, man. What is some real bad vibes coming out of that country. <laughs> That's true. This was a little. This was a weird time in the uh, German 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 culture right now. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know how they allowed. It. Anyways, what I was saying is, it was like the greatest showing of like soccer history this last Sunday. It was like, if you're a fan of just like human nature and like greatness, you should have watched the World Cup final. It was like a crowning achievement. It was. It honestly felt like I was watching an anime. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on right now?" Because like Lionel Messi, the greatest soccer player of all time, arguably no longer arguably, like undoubtedly, undeniably, Lionel Messi is the greatest soccer player of all time. And I can see your faces just like starting to fall asleep. You like, I don't give a shit no, about this. I'm but the one thing he was missing in his career. The last Infinity Stone in his fucking gauntlet was to get the World Cup. That was the only trophy he had never won before. Finally gets it. 35 years of age. And the person that he wins it against is arguably the next guy to be the greatest player of all time. Kylian Mbappe. So there, the final is the old guard versus the new guard. And then they both go on a fucking tear. Kylian Mbappe <laughs> scores three goals. Lionel Messi scores two goals, assists another. And it's like... 
this insane game of fucking soccer that happens before everybody, and then by the end of it, Lionel Messi is crowned finally. Nobody's like, oh well, at least he never he never won the World Cup, so he, like he can't be the greatest of all time. But so now he's it's like just the, he's like the Tony. He is the goat. He is the greatest of all time. Okay. Nobody can ever. I don't deny watch him. soccer, but the way you describe that it sounds like. I was I was up at Pebble and I was skiing and I was like I had to leave because they were <laughs> they were showing it at the bar yeah. in Pebble I didn't know Pebble had a bar but they were showing it just watched it for like with like a bunch of other people there I was like this is this is life this is so much fun I love this this I is the greatest that. thing ever yeah and there was just a bunch of people and I I got I had a couple beers with me so I started talking a lot. And then, like, these, like I was just, like, telling everybody, like, the storylines. I didn't know if they knew it or not. But, like, I was like, this is what's going on here. This dude's a dog. This dude's amazing. And then, like, by the end of it, every, like, everybody was just, like, so into the game. Like, the, everybody was, like, screaming by the end of it. It was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was just one of those. I love those moments. I love those moments. And I Strangers. will never see those people again exactly. in my life. But we exactly. shared that but moment. But you vibed so hard that day. And that's your memory. It is a core memory. <laughs> so with with what you're doing now, right, what are some next logical steps for you after you finish? In May is when you say you'll finish? Mm-hmm. You'll be done with your degree? Yeah. Um, bachelor's and then law school. Did you have to go, like, to get a bachelor's, would you go to ISU or no. what do you think? Just online, um, Lewis and Clark State has a program that basically translates our credits over to them. Oh, nice. The, the, does the working ahead with that law firm that you're with now, like, is it something that they've done before? So they're like, yeah, we'll put you on track. We'll, we know we will to get you more education. This is something that we would like to do with you. No. No? It was, it was my own idea, and my boss just approved it and okayed it and didn't make a single change to anything like i go to school and i come back and i do my work but there's no change otherwise you know how do you handle having a full-time job and work in school and having kids damn i just thought of the third <laughs> leg about that i go to the gym sick when do you yeah. go what time do you go where do you Look, go do you go to golds <laughs> do you are you a golds person no i go to butterfly and i'm in I'm not a Gold's person. You should go to Gold's. Gold's is the spot. <laughs> that's like that's Gold's the spot. Is like the thotties and like the like oh uh, yeah man and yeah like pictures. It's not uh, like real gym stuff. It's real. Like, that is a real gym. You what guys are you are talking young about? And blessed and good for you. But I just I need to use that machine. And you've been there for like 20 minutes on the, your phone. <laughs> I've only been to Gold's gym a handful of times. And each time I've gone, I've seen the love of my life every single time I go. I'm like, that, how is that girl even real? Like, she is beautiful. Oh, That's my God. That's what I'm saying. That's an intimidating gym. I can't walk in there and be how like. How big is Botify? The one that I go to isn't very big. There's a bigger one on Broadway with, like, some sort of fancy, I don't know, arena or something. Yeah. That. I've heard Apple Fitness is really cool, too. I go to that gym because it's close to my school and because it's free through my school <laughs> listen so. gold is pretty close to your school too nah, yeah you can't sell it's me right on the down golds. the road it's you right down the road i can sell you all golds golds has a pool do you work for golds i don't work for golds i'm not it's not a sponsor i'm just a fan okay my gym used to be golds in blackfoot yeah but i still what time do you go to the gym um i go i leave my work at five and then i'm usually there by like 5 30. you go like at the worst possible time it's so busy but it's fine because 
I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. every day, you know? And that's the only other time that I would go. That's what I do. That's what I'm going to do when I do 75. But the rest of the year, I just, I'm happy if I go consistently oh, yeah, in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, about 75. 75 hard. Never, yeah. okay, I've like, I guess I've heard about it. I didn't know what it was. But how how did you come with you like, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. I didn't. Somebody told you, like, you're doing 75 hard. I was challenged. <laughs> I was challenged to do it. Okay, you were challenged. Somebody was like, all right, this is your next 75 days. You got to do this now. Well, okay, it's a small office, and I have this girl that works in my office, my coworker. She mm -hmm. was always telling us, I'm going to do 75 hard. And we're like, yeah, good for you. Like, sounds awesome. You, have to you drink guys like should do it with a me. A gallon of water And we were like, hell no, because she explained the rules. You have to drink a gallon of water every day. You have to do two workouts. They have to be 45 minutes long Doesn't each. one have to be outside? And one is outside. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> That's a In dumb rule. In southeast Idaho, why would, yeah, when you have you like have five hours outside? of daylight. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you have to do it outside. You have to read, uh, I think, 10 pages of a non-fiction book. Like mm. it has to be business or self-improvement. Rich dad, poor dad. Yeah, that type of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then David um, Goggins, nothing can break me. <laughs> Stay hard. <laughs> so you have to do the two workouts, the water, the reading the book. You have to take a progress picture and you have to follow a diet. Okay. And you have and to do that for 75 days. The diet's a tough one, in my opinion. I think the diet's the hardest one out of all those. I think it's finding time to do <clears throat> two 45-minute workouts. Because mm. you got to do one. A, I was doing them at 5 a.m. I did this last year in February. I'd wake up at 5. I'd go for a walk around my neighborhood, 45 minutes, right? And then in the evening, I'd go work out either in the office or at the gym, like 45 minutes. Your office has a gym? We have one downstairs, yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that was the hard part for me because school, work, and two workouts a day. That was that was enough. The only way I got ahead of it was by doing one as soon as I woke up and drinking as much water as I could and doing the reading the 10 pages before the day even started, right? Before I even started getting ready for work or for school. Um, and I made it 28 days. And it was, <coughs> I did a lot. I did a lot more in that one month than I did the rest of the year, I think. I got into the, the habit of going to the gym, and then um, I, uh, on the 29th day, I sinned. I gave up. I wanted to eat, like, the junkiest fast food that I could. You're allowed that, though. Like, no, you're, you're not. allowed that. You're you are allowed, allowed that. You are allowed you're that. You're not allowed cheat days in the program. In, oh, and it's like, no alcohol, too, so... The 29th day, I was like, as an act of self-love, like, I'm just going to eat what I want to eat, right? Because mm. I was starving. I lost so much weight. I was like... Twig. A stick. Nice. Yeah. Not I was healthy. 119 pounds. Like, almost 120, but 119. I mean, I had abs. I looked really nice, right? But cool. it was not me. Oh, yeah. I was way too skinny. And so, it has its goods. It's also really hard to follow, and, like, you have to be super disciplined with it. <coughs> and the only person you cheat if you do cheat is yourself because it's accountability right what if your diet allows for a cheat day i guess that's up to you mm? mine mm? did not mm? mine was like no soda no sugar only black coffee and whole foods based so i was trying to eat like less processed less bad stuff per se you can't really say bad stuff because let's say food beer is, is pretty pretty it's pretty whole food <laughs> It's holy barley. It's, and it's yeast, yeah, or yeah. whatever makes beer. Barley and miracles. 
But look, I did that in February and I kickstarted the rest of my year. Like I started working on my credit score. I got in to see a counselor. I started going to the gym. I got a personal trainer. Like I did so much for myself in that month. Oh, yeah. And it set the uh, stage for the rest of the year. So now this year I'm like, would let's you do January rest- and February. Let's complete the challenge and let's see what happens. Would you say the rest of your year took like it took it like the, you pretty much. What is that? What is that thing? It was like you kind of set the ship's course and they kind of mm-hmm. took that route. Yeah, yeah, it did. Because, you know, it's easy to get stuck in this loop of, like, you go to work, you do the same thing every day, you live the same life 500 times over and over and over, right? Like, every single day. That's fun, though. I don't know why people bang <laughs> on that talking, shit. I'm not it's talking fun. crap on that, but I spend a lot of my life learning how to do things, reading, like, listening to podcasts, you know, Tony Robbins, that type of stuff. And Love having Tony this Robbins. desire to do something more with my life, to feel proud of myself, to do something that's noteworthy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then to share that with people, because part of working your way to the top is helping other people do the same. Yeah. And so all of those thoughts and all of these things that I learned, I could never apply them because I didn't spend the time by myself, like walking, you know, or doing whatever to think, okay, what am I going to do next? How am I going to apply what I'm learning? You know, there's like this this place where you're looking at a staircase and at first you don't even want to look at it because you're like, nah, I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to. But then you start looking at the staircase and you're like, yeah, I want to. And then you start thinking, like, how can I, you know? And you start taking these little tiny steps, like going to the gym consistently. Baby steps. Or eating better or just not drinking or working on your problems instead of avoiding them, instead of <laughs> going shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you feel great. I feel great. I'm happy with my life right now. And I don't mm. think I could have said that last year because I had a lot of little goals that I thought were little, that actually were super important to me. And I, you I mind sharing? Could you share? Shift. Would you yes. mind sharing? Well, I wanted to gain weight. You wanted to gain weight? Yes. Mm. After I had... Well, put a stick of butter in your coffee, yeah. and that'll make you gain weight. <laughs> but I wanted to gain, like, muscle, you know? I didn't just want to be obese. <laughs> um, but it was hit and miss for me, because I couldn't make myself eat consistently. Like, I would okay. eat one big meal a day, and yeah. that'd be it. Apparently, if you like smoke weed, that's a really good one for it because it, it, it ma- makes you crave food because it gives you the munchies. Well, but, yeah. and, you know, but that's like <laughs> probably not something you want to start doing. <laughs> no, it doesn't line up with who I am. Right? I get it, though. Like I've, I've had those times where like I just you, you're just not hungry. You yeah. can't eat and you, you, your body just like rejects. Right. Food. And I have a naturally high metabolism. It's easier for me to lose weight than it ever has been to put it on. Okay. I just think cardio and I start losing pounds, you know? You start sweating. And people think that's a blessing and maybe it is. You've actually but been when you want to look time. a certain way and when you want to put on weight and like feel strong, mm-hmm. it's an uphill battle. It's hard, especially if you want to put on muscle because like the whole philosophy of putting on muscle is like working out hard, but it's also eating yeah. a fuck ton. Yes. And it's doing it consistently. Yeah. It's not, well, I'm in a really great mood. I'm going to go buy like 10 pounds of chicken and 10 pounds of broccoli and like I'm going to do it. It eventually broke down to me that I have to do this every single day, even when I don't work out. I have to be eating this many grams of protein and I have to be keeping track of consistency. it. Consistency. Yes, consistency is king. You, you know what you should do? Like probably, in my opinion, the best diet is the track your macros. Just tracking your macros. I've been interested in learning that. That is the only one that I, that's like the one is like just 
base level, like as simple as it gets, makes the most sense the best it doesn't matter so what you eat do you understand it though like yeah. macros and micros mm -hmm. could you all you really do me? it's fats fats carbs protein those yeah. are the three you have to fill those are the macros yeah those are your macros okay. i don't know about micros but macros are, it's, it's, <laughs> it's fats carbs protein if as long as you fill those and i think it's like two grams times your body weight uh and then carbs is like five grams times your body weight and then fats is like one 0.5 times your body weight and then you have to that's what you have to fill if you want to gain weight you, you'd be like add more if you want to sustain there's a certain there's, if you look it up it's like right well this if this is your body weight this is what you have to eat yeah so then everything you eat you just have to figure out what the macros are on it so you have to know what the fat content what the protein content and what, the and what the carbohydrate content daily. is okay got so it. it's what i would do the hardest thing if you want to gain weight and like muscle, I learned the biggest fucking thing. It's not protein. It's not fat. It's carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are fucking like impossible. Pasta. Yeah. But it's getting complex carbohydrates. You can have pasta and shit, but that's a, it's a it's a simple so carbohydrate. The complex carbs. So those are going to be starchy foods. Sweet potatoes are probably the best oh, one. Yeah. And I fucking hate sweet potatoes. I now. love sweet potatoes. I never liked sweet potatoes, but I hate them even more now because <laughs> you just it's it and, and it just becomes this like. Food loses its meaning of being a tasty thing, yeah. and it's just—it's just like I have to just chew this yeah. and get it down. Chew you this and get I it gained, down. You know how I gained—I gained twenty-five pounds this year, and I'm proud of it. Congratulations! Because I couldn't have done it. <laughs> I, me in 2019 couldn't have put on that much weight, you know. But it's like you said, food loses its meaning. Mm -hmm. I would go to bed with a tall ass thing of chocolate milk oh, yeah. and a peanut butter sandwich that was like ninety percent peanut butter. Love that. And it was just like. A big chomp and a swallow. A big chomp and a swallow. Because I wanted it that bad. Mm -hmm. And I think I kind of overdid it because I feel a little bit heavier. But I'm also excited because once I start doing all that 75 Hard. cardio and all that stuff, it's going to really shape up to how I want to be. Well, with me, when I graduated high school, I was 130 pounds. And then I got into like college and stuff, and I was like, I don't want to be tiny. I was always a very small guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to get somewhat big. So I just look. I just got really deep into just exercise and diet and just it was just more of a hobby than anything. Mm -hmm. And then that's what I learned. And it was just like just eat a fuck ton of sweet potatoes, eat a ton of chicken, <laughs> eat a ton of nuts. Look, I'm nuts, gonna do that. Mixed nuts are the like a great one for fats, especially like macadamia nuts. Yeah, those are amazing. Avocados, coconut oil, yeah. all that stuff. That stuff is if you want to just put on weight. I'm not gonna say it's healthy. Because it becomes a, like a gluttonous endeavor mm -hmm. where you're just shoving your face because like, I just want to gain weight. And sometimes your body, your frame isn't meant to have that type of weight. And I yeah. learned that because I got up to like 185 pounds, probably the biggest wow. I've ever gotten. And like running, my back was hurting <laughs> from running because I was like, dude. And oh, like also insane. there was a there was a point in time where I was like, I was just I was just big. Like I, I looked decent, you know, I wasn't like fat, but I was like chubby and i was just bigger for my frame but like i couldn't tie my shoes yeah like just bending over or like going upstairs i would get really winded well not only yeah, that it but it's like you hit your goal you're happy that you're big but now you're dealing with new things and yeah, you're like, you're like oh, uh, what, what, what the fuck happened i was happy to gain weight in my thighs i was happy to gain weight you know everywhere else but not in my stomach 
I didn't. I couldn't wear the cute shirts that I like to wear. I have to wear like comes with the territory. Bulking clothes now because comes I had to territory. go to Costco and buy big, large clothes. And I've never bought large clothes in my life. I've always mm. been a smaller medium. But it's like you said. You have this goal. You start thinking about it. You start seeing how other people did it. And then you just gotta apply it and apply it and apply it and apply it. I've actually been really happy. Sometimes I have to buy extra large now. If yeah. I go to like a hot topic, I have to oh. buy I have to buy extra large. <laughs> extra there. large emo shirts. Yeah. I'm like yeah. for like band names. Well this shirt I used to it used to be like an Ariana Grande moment, you know, where you're like in an oversized shirt and now it's like a normal size. Like now this is just my t shirt. <laughs> this is my Tuesday night t shirt. This used to be like covers most of my body and now it's like I wear it out in public because it's coming. But I mean you do feel better. You feel stronger. You feel proud of yourself yeah. and capable and like every time you get on the scale and it's a heavier weight, you feel like you're doing something good. That's how I felt. And, but there's there's also the exact opposite of that for some people. Some people yeah. are like, I just want to go fucking lower. I just needed to go lower. Oh, yeah. And I <clears throat> I have a perspective shift now with that, too. And I feel for people because once you stretch out your stomach, it's really hard to get it disciplined again, like mm-hmm. small and like yeah. not eat all the time and not go to bed with snacks and food and eat basically any chance you get. Mm-hmm. It is really hard. Yeah. So I understand now. I didn't used to get it. I used to be like, if you're overweight, just go like run, just go just walk. Stop eating. <laughs> it was super insensitive because I just thought to myself, well, stop buying the chips, stop buying the bad stuff, yeah. like put out healthy stuff, start doing healthy things. But it's not that simple. Yeah, it's rough. Once That's your stomach tough. is used to something, you know, you feel cold if you don't eat that much or you feel weird or you feel dizzy and it's like, holy shit, like my body needs it now. <laughs> yeah, my so the last the last two weeks for me have been rough because like my diet has been shit. Mm-hmm. And like usually, usually I wake up like four thirty, go work out, go to work, come back, do something in the afternoons. I would do school in the afternoons, right? But like now, I don't have school in the afternoons, and I've been eating like garbage <laughs> in the afternoons. I'll go have like pasta, and I'll drink a couple beers. Yeah. And then in the morning, I wake up and I just feel like absolute garbage, yeah. and I'm like, "There's no way you're going to the gym today, dude." What were you doing in school, mechanic or? No, uh, I'm gonna uh, getting an education degree. So I just want to get my bachelor's in something. So <clears throat> to be a teacher? Yeah, to be a teacher. So oh. I've been going after after work. Uh, like, it's not something that I'm like, oh, I need to go do this now because yeah. I want to get this done. I have to be a teacher yeah, I have tomorrow. to be a teacher tomorrow. <laughs> no, it's like I just want to have a bachelor's degree because I feel you like it would be yeah. useful to have down the line. If sure. I ever, there's just a point in time in my life where I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to be wrenching anymore. I'm going to go have this bachelor's in teaching. I'm going to go teach. That's cool. So, but that's gonna take a while, and I've made peace with because I before I was that guy where I was like, dude, I don't want fuck, I don't want to be wrenching anymore. <laughs> this fucking sucks, dick. I suck at it. But now it's like, well, it's, it's paying fine. the bills. It's really not that bad. You're not in any rush. Just fucking get this done, and you can just work on this on your side because like I have afternoons to myself now, so I can do whatever the fuck I want with my afternoons. Yeah, so. and that's nice. You have to be happy with what you have. While working, I'm very what happy you want. with what I have. I think I'm. Uh, I would say I'm pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty okay with with the situation that I have right now. I have like almost no bills. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and like, you have your afternoons free. Have when, my afternoons. When I'm in school, I would kill for that because I'll literally procrastinate doing schoolwork to go to the gym because if I don't go to the gym, I'm gonna be stressed, and then I get home and it's nine, and I'm like, okay, time to do a, another day's work, basically. And then you have your kids on top of that, and that's like you. But have my kids so, look. Yeah, look, my kids I'm are saying, never. Yeah, I don't want to say like I don't want to. I don't like a drain. Sound, yeah, I'm not want to think it's like it's a drain or anything, but like, 
you gotta give them you gotta give them time and attention they you know need and they, they need that from you so then you're like other things have to take a back seat mm-hmm. like, well that's they why take i'm lucky priority. to have like their grandma that watches them while shout I'm out grandma work. literally killing it godsend she teaches them spanish so my littlest one speaks like perfect spanish she'll sit right here and talk to you like a little senora like yeah. you know she says stuff that i don't even say mm-hmm. i'm like yeah she's like bolígrafo biblioteca and i'm like okay yeah so that's that's awesome but no my kids have never they're the reason why i do what i do you know yeah obviously but i can't ever say like my mom okay do you have a mexican mom i do yeah and you know they're just always nitpicking you for something she's a saint not if you're a girl dude not if you're a girl (laughs) my mom was hard like she was hard on me my parents, both of them, have, like, high expectations of me. And sometimes I feel like I don't meet that. But then again, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do things different. My parents took me a long time to figure out that they were loving me. Yeah. By the way <laughs> that they were loving me. It's like, oh, you just don't know how to, like... I grew up watching an American television, and that's what I thought you were... That's how you were supposed to show love. But you were showing it in your own way. In a different way. And theirs is... I've said this before, but theirs is food. They were... Because, like, they grew up poor. They yeah. grew up, like, basically in poverty. So when they're like, hey, you want some fucking food? Like, oh, I'll fucking feed you, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that. that is them showing. Then there's a being like, dude, eat. <laughs> you know? And, like, eat yeah. whatever you want. Eat as much as you want. Fucking on me. That is, like, and that I've learned that is, that to me, whenever they do that to me, that's, like, them saying, I fucking love you. That's how they take care of you. Now fucking stuff, stuff your face. Yeah. So, how we get onto this? What are we talking about? Parents being awesome. You know what? You're an awesome parent, and you're gonna be an amazing mom further down the line. Your kids are gonna love you. They're gonna see all the hard work you're doing, and and they're gonna. You are an amazing mom. So rephrase that. You're already an amazing mom. (laughs) You're gonna continue being an amazing mom, and they're when it when it comes down to it, they're gonna see all the work you're putting in, and they're gonna be like, you know what? Fuck it, my mom is badass. So. we come to the end of the episode. We just did an hour and a half. So, uh, at the end of every single episode, I like to give the microphone to the guest. You know, let you let you say something to the people. Any last words of advice, whatever you want to say. You know, the microphone's yours. Hot mic, go ahead. I feel a lot of pressure with the hot mic moment, but I would just say thank you for having me on. And I don't know what else. What's a quote you live by? What is what are some philosophies you have? I don't have a philosophy yet, but I had a motto for this year that was momentum over perfection, which means just keep going, just keep doing, do what you know until you know better and then do better, you know, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to look for things that are literally there to help you Mm -hmm. just because your pride, like don't let your pride get in the way of reaching your goals and doing what you want to do. I like that. Momentum over perfection. Momentum over perfection. That was the mo. That was the motto. We'll see. Fuck yeah. Well, next year's motto is Merry Christmas everybody uh, we'll probably be back by the end of the week I'm not sure uh, Merry Christmas Happy New Year if I don't get to see any of you guys again uh, we'll see you in 2023 everybody love you everybody Mwah. give me some skin come on oh my god that was so far away <laughs>